CircuitCast with your host, Mark Emery. Presented by circuit.org.nz. Kia ora koutou, welcome to CircuitCast. This week we're at Enjoy Public Art Gallery in Cuba Street in Wellington, uh, and I'm here looking at our video work and curtain work called I Thought I Would Have Climbed More Mountains By Now. I'm here with Bridget Rarity, the artist. Kia ora, Bridget. Kia ora, Mark. Where is this beautiful sublime landscape that we're looking at? This is at the Garden of Eden Ice Plateau, which is in the Southern Alps, in the, Ma- in the Adams Wilderness area. Oh, it's upriver from Erewhon Station. Erewhon's pretty close, like an hour and a half drive from Medvin. Medvin's kind of close to Christchurch. And Erewhon meaning nowhere backwards, it does kind of look like this kind of amazing place in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, so Erewhon Station was named after the Samuel Butler novel, and then in the 50s, John Pascoe, who was a mountaineer and explorer, went up here and named it the Garden of Eden, and then everyone else kept on adding to those kind of biblical names. <laughs> yeah. So there's like Eve's Rib, or the Devil's Backbone. and Yeah, but no Māori names. Yeah, well, I imagine that they would have them, I just haven't been able to track them down yet. I think that's a more long-term project for me. How did this work come about? I just read about it a few years ago and was really intrigued because it's this nine-kilometre plateau of snow and ice in the middle of the Southern Alps and it just seemed really beautiful and all those biblical names caught my attention in that it portrayed those kind of settler notions of New Zealand being a utopia and like a paradise and people coming over here to find their Garden of Eden. It's interesting, you've got this incredible landscape, it's quite awe-inspiring, and yet a lot of the footage, there's a kind of almost a casualness and an uncertainty in some of the exchanges going on between you as participants, a mm. kind of almost a mucking around, it's, not, it's a kind of almost anti-heroic in that way. Oh, totally, yeah. I think we often portray our landscapes to be really iconic or these amazing wilderness places but often when like say when I go in there with my sister and her partner we do muck around and we stand around for ages just looking around or like we sort out our maps or we like really focused on food and I just kind of wanted to naturalize having adventures outside I wanted to naturalize that more than what it has been in the past especially in New Zealand art we designate these places as places that no one really goes or hangs out but I kind of don't really agree with that. Like, there's lots of them of shots of them just kind of standing around because we did a lot yeah, of that. Like, yeah. And in really nice weather because we just don't go mountaineering when it's not good weather. Like that would just be stupid. So most of the time it is really sunny and warm, and you know you're not really battered against the elements. You reference in the notes one of the more iconic pieces of visual culture, which is Hugh McDonald's big widescreen promotional film for New Zealand. This is New Zealand, which was yeah. at the 1970 Expo. Watching it now, from my perspective today, I find it quite comical because it starts off with images of Māori and they're like these goldy paintings and, and then um, there's like rain and it's all kind of mud pools and then it's as if the Māori die away and then this colonial music comes up and they've got shots <laughs> of like Mount Tasman or like, you know, mountain landscapes and it's like, dun dun dun, dun. the settlers have arrived and they show scenes of dams and like, you know, hills and with right. trees cut down. And, right. Yeah, so... Now we've had the dying race, now we're going to go into the aspirational <laughs> yeah. Ed Hillary moments of ascending. Yeah. 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 The soundtrack to the work is an old Rastafarian song um, by the Rivers of Babylon, best known by Boney M, of course, and mm. the words are all from the Bible, about a wandering tribe in a strange land. Why that? Um, I think 
that I liked it because it was one of the few pop songs that is directly quoting the Bible. And it's talking about the Israelites looking back to Zion and, you know, being lost in their own, in, in the wilderness. And I guess I kind of liked exploring those notions. In particular, within Māori history, we have adapted new spiritual movements, and one of those movements yes. was, is Rastafarianism. And some people do think that Māori are the lost tribe of Israel, and so I just kind of wanted to explore these, not only Pākehā notions of landscape, but also Māori adapting new ways of living and spirituality, and I, I just didn't want it to be kind of a Māori Pākehā binary. Yeah, right. Show its more complex nature. The way the work works, you've got sort of it sometimes as one screen, sometimes as this kind of broken two screens, which is interesting, like one screen is lower than the other, and then you break into three screens. Why mm. have you chosen to do that? The three screens was is to reference the Hugh MacDonald's work and other kind of triptych uh, landscape images of New Zealand and then with the two images I kind of wanted to play around with time and so you've got two people walking off screen and then the same two people walking into the shot but then kind of getting lost halfway in the in the middle of the image. The title, I'd like to ask you about the title, I thought I would have climbed more mountains by now. I mean I think it's an incredible achievement you've climbed a mountain at all. <laughs> I mean, so why the sense of personal failure in the title? I guess because I wasn't sure if I was going to make it. Ah. Yeah, and to be honest, I did think that by now I would have done more mountaineering. And also it's kind of metaphorical for life. Like I thought I probably would have been in more bands or like done more things. And I, I guess I just wanted other people to relate to this kind of idea of possibly failing and trying to get to your paradise or your utopia. And a funny thing with the title, because it's grammatically incorrect, I've had a few people hit me up about it and, you know, tell me that, you know, it's, it's wrong and it should have been, I would have, I would have. But um, I kind of like that, you know. Kind of like the casualness. Yeah, yeah. and that, that it The is, failure. Yeah. <laughs> the grammatical so failure. Totally goes with it, so, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. And something about the work that you would not entirely, you wouldn't see at all if you were seeing this work online, as well as some of that play with the screens maybe, is that you've got this beautiful curtain work where the, the big window here in Joy Public Art Gallery has been screened off, insulated, very good for winter actually in terms of warmth, um, by, by, by a curtain with the work in that. Could you maybe tell us a bit about that? So I wanted to make Enjoy Dark so that the projection would look good and I wanted to... So that's kind of just a practical element of blacking out the windows. And then I embroidered onto it our tracks where we went in the Garden of Eden. And so it's on blackout material, so whenever you poke a hole in it, the light shines through from the other side. So I kind of wanted to reference... It's white, so it's, um, you know, talking about our adventures in the snow and just seeing our tracks and trails of where we went and, you know, went off on little kind of tangents and then came back and... (laughs) It's kind of interesting because it sort of again reminds me of sort of navigational maps in terms of the stars almost and, yeah. then, and then almost of the Māori rock drawings that you see down yeah, in the yeah, South Island totally. there. Yeah. Now you've got this um, residency at the moment at 30 upstairs so you've got yourself a studio space. Yeah. What, what are you doing for that? Because um, you've got an exhibition I think at the end of Ju- July. Yeah, yeah, next month. So I'm busy working on that um, and at the moment I'm exploring the idea of why it's a total call which is you know when you stand up and sing a song of support for people yeah and I kind of want to explore that notion of like within 
uh, more uh, urban spaces how Māori operate and within different institutions if you're the only Māori working in that area you're often obliged to you know be the singer or yes. like and you might not even know the song or like say I like I like singing but I'm not a very good singer but have been expected to you know lead the waiata. Well you just came in here saying you just come from singing lessons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah so in the residency space just down the hallway is um, Bruce Greenfield who is a vocal coach and so I just went and knocked on his door and ah. I asked if I could get some singing lessons. So I just had my second one today. Sure. <laughs> yeah so it was we're, real fun. <laughs> <laughs> Well, kia ora, Bridget. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. Thank you. And that's CircuitCast for another week. Brought to you by circuit.org.nz with the support of Crave New Zealand and music by Talautalong. Talong.